everybody and welcome back to the Beef Up Front podcast. This is your host Ryan Coyle. 11 days out from the first, excuse me, 10 days out from the first day of the NFL draft. Uh, round one on April 29th. Looking forward to it. We're here on Mock Draft Monday. Uh, this will be probably our second to last mock draft uh, before we Get to get to draft night. Really looking forward to it. Uh, have another first round mock here. A lot of movement from the last one. Uh, I feel like I've said this every every show so far in regards to the mock drafts. Uh, a lot of movement with players. Uh, I think you can make a good case for about fifty players to go in the first round. Uh, there's only thirty two slots, obviously, so that's going to push some players out of the second round, and some people are going to get some really good value. Uh, it's a really interesting draft. A lot of unknowns, I think, to you know, players opting out last year. Uh, these pro days, the combine not being the real combine. Uh, a lot of moving parts, a lot of changes from from previous years, but still really excited to get into it. Uh, this is a, a fun mock draft. I think we got here for today. Uh, got a few players that I think are going to uh, be rising up some boards in these recent weeks and might go higher than expected, uh, and a few guys. That I'm a, I'm really high on that that I have uh, going to some teams that I think are going to be really good fits. So uh, we'll start it at the top. We're staying with Jaguars selecting quarterback Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. We all know him as the best quarterback prospect uh, since Andrew Luck. Most are saying the perfect quarterback uh, build at a six six frame uh, can throw the ball just as well as anybody we've seen in recent years, uh, and is a real mobile guy too. Doesn't get enough credit for that. Uh, lock that pick in there. Second pick we got the Jets. Uh, recently traded Sam Darnold since the last time we did a mock draft. We've had them taking Zach Wilson out of BYU uh, for, for weeks and months now. We're going to stick with that pick here. Uh, the BYU standout quarterback goes to the New York Jets at two. Third overall pick, 49ers. Uh, last draft we had them taking Justin Fields. Today we're giving them quarterback Mac Jones out of Alabama. That's where a lot of the smoke's been, uh, that Mac Jones is Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch's guy to be their future franchise quarterback. Uh, and I'm really intrigued to see if that happens. I think that could be some smoke still, and we could be seeing uh, Justin Fields or potentially even Trey Lance there. But for the, for the time being, we'll see. We'll slot in Mac Jones. Uh, but by this time next week, we could have another guy in there uh, in a Justin Fields. I would probably swap out. So, but I'm gonna roll with Mac Jones for now. There to the 49ers at three. Fourth pick, another quarterback. We're gonna go with quarterback Trey Lance out of North Dakota State. I think this would be the perfect landing spot for him. I think you can make a good argument that Matt Ryan's got at least another another good year ahead of him in Atlanta, uh, if not two, and that's perfect for Lance, who gets more time to learn and develop. As we know about him, one of the more talented players in the draft, uh, right up there with Trevor Lawrence with the perfect you know quarterback build. This guy's 6'5", 225, looks like a linebacker out there, uh, but really athletic, really good for today's game with needing the mobile quarterback. Uh, but he just needs more reps. Only 17 starts at the college level, and at the it's at the FCS level too. So Lance is one of the more interesting players we've seen come into the draft in you know probably ever, just due to the lack of unknowns about him. But the talents there, uh, and I think the Falcons, if they're in good enough position here to get a guy like Lance, I think you pull the trigger on him. Uh, they're a team that has so many needs on the defensive side of the ball, though. If they're a team where you know maybe. Uh, a team like the Broncos wants to trade up for a quarterback. 
uh, or the Patriots or something could see them trade down, get some more picks uh, so they can build up that defense. But for now, we'll give them Trey Lance. Five, we have the Bengals taking wide receiver Jamar Chase out of LSU. Definitely think they should go with an offensive lineman here, but I think they're going to uh, probably go with Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow's number one target in college when he was back at LSU as well. Those two have uh, some great chemistry already, and it seems like uh, Burrow's really pushing for them to get Chase. That would give them a really solid trio with Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Uh, that would be a really fun passing offense. And the Bengals, as we know, picking up, Picking on the top five here, they're going to have an early pick in the second round as well. Maybe they can get an offensive lineman there. Uh, this is a really good draft for wide receivers and linemen, though. So be interested to see what they do. But for now, we'll slot them taking Jamar Chase. Dolphins at six. We got them taking tight end Kyle Pitts, uh, my second-ranked player in the entire draft. I think he is a future Hall of Famer. Just a complete mismatch. Uh, he's going to be a standout player for years to come. And pairing him with Mike Gesicki, those two running up the seams, two primarily offensive uh, pass catchers, I think you can say, rather than blockers, the old-school tight ends. Kyle Pitts just fits perfectly in today's NFL, and I think he's going to be a mismatch for years to come. Uh, given him, as I said, Gesicki. Uh, to, given to a Gesicki, Pitts, Devontae Parker, uh, went outside Will Fuller as well. Uh, keep loaded up on those weapons. That could be a scary offense uh, with it, to it tries to turn that corner this year after a, a marginal rookie season. Seventh pick, we got the Lions taking wide receiver Devontae Smith out of Alabama. Lost both Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones in the offseason. You get the Heisman Trophy winner here in Devontae Smith. Some uh, reports are that a lot of teams are scared because of his frame and his weight, but he went and dominated the SEC. Uh, great route runner. You might not even be able to get your hands on him at the line of scrimmage. I think he's going to be a star in the NFL, and I'm not too worried about his his frame. Uh, the Lions need a, a playmaker there, wide receiver badly, and they get one. Eighth overall, we have the Panthers taking offensive lineman Penny Sewell out of Oregon. I uh, just went out and traded for Sam Darnold, as we saw one of the main reasons why Darnold uh, wasn't really able to have much success with the Jets was due to his poor offensive line. You get the best offensive lineman in the draft here in Sewell uh, and the future left tackle for the Panthers going forward. Ninth overall, we have the Broncos selecting quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Uh, Fields is my second-ranked quarterback prospect. Going to be diving into the quarterbacks, uh, the running backs, receivers, and the notable positions mostly uh, over these next few days uh, and into next week as well. Uh, I'll talk more about Fields there, but I think Drew Locke, he was a guy I was pretty high on coming into last year. Uh, had a really down year, though. Banged up with injuries. I think Fields is a guy with a higher ceiling, and you could get – a future all-pro quarterback right here with him. So I like the Broncos to take him. Uh, and you're going to – he's going to step into a situation where he's got really good weapons already. Jerry Judy, uh, Cortland Sutton, uh, K.J. Hamler came on towards the end of last year. Noah Fant, solid tight end as well. So I really like Fields to the Broncos there. I think that would be a good fit. Tenth overall, got the Cowboys selecting offensive lineman Rayshon Slater out of Northwestern. Jerry Jones loves to invest up front on the offensive line. You just signed Dak to that big deal. Give him as much protection as possible. Slater's a guy with uh, versatility all up and down the offensive line. Look for him to make some noise and be a, a future Pro Bowl type player up there. Some people believe he's the best offensive lineman in the draft. Eleventh uh, overall, I'm going to give the Giants edge rusher Jalen Phillips out of Miami. He's another name that has really, I think, sparked some interest in teams uh, and throughout the media. He's been a, a guy who's been quote unquote rising up those draft boards. We know they're actually not rising, but he's just a name, a hot name right now. Uh, 
raw talent wise, I think he's the best edge rusher in this year's draft. Had some injury uh, history at during his college career, but I think he's worth the gamble there at 11. And the Giants desperately need another edge rusher for their defense. So a bit of a surprise pick there, but we'll give the Giants Jalen Phillips. 12th overall, the Philadelphia Eagles, after trading back from 6 to 12, uh, have them selecting cornerback Patrick Sertan, the second out of Alabama. In my 21 years of life, the Eagles' last solid cornerback duo was Leo Shepard and Sheldon Brown uh, over probably 15, 15 years ago now. So uh, if you have an aging Darius Slay, still playing some solid ball, but I believe he's into his thir- early 30s now. You need to give him uh, – the Eagles a future corner – back number one, but for now it will be a really solid duo with Sertan the second and Darius Slay. Uh, really would love to see the Eagles invest in a, a corner here, and they get the best one in the draft there at 12. 13th, the Chargers selecting uh, the second best corner in the draft in many people's eyes. And J.C. Horn out of South Carolina. This is a, a Chargers team that has some needs on the defensive line to go with Joey Boza. Uh, you could make an argument for an offensive lineman here as well. But we're going to give J.C. Horn – uh, playing in the division with the Chiefs, you're going to have to contain their weapons. Uh, they get at their potential future number one corner there uh, for down the line. 14th overall, we have the Vikings. This is one of the more surprising picks, but this guy was starting to slide, and, and I think this is a team that might want to take take the risk here. Not really a risk, but just load up on one side of the ball, and that's going to be uh, the Minnesota Vikings selecting wide receiver Jalen Waddell out of Alabama. Uh you put a trio out there of Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and Jalen Waldo uh, to combine that with uh, an up-and-coming tight end in Irv Smith, I think, and then an all-pro, one of the probably two or three best running backs in the league in Dalvin Cook. Uh, Kirk Cousins will have all the tools to succeed. That will be a really hard offense to stop. I think that's one of those picks where it makes a lot of sense to happen, but not many people are projecting it. Uh, Vikings got needs at defensive end and I think – on the offensive line, they could do some upgrades as well. But I like them to, to roll the dice here, take Jalen Waddle, and, and try and outscore people on offense. This is kind of like a, a C.D. Lamb pick for the Cowboys last year where they don't really need it, but it makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Next, we got the Patriots at 15, selecting defensive lineman Quiddy Pay out of Michigan, uh, a guy that you can move up and down the defensive line, a big-time disruptor. I think Bill Belichick would love a guy who plays with the motor that, that Pay brings to the table. 16th pick, Cardinals selecting corner, Asante Samuel Jr. out of Florida State. Another player I'm high on. Um, I think he's going to be the third corner picked. Uh, We have Caleb Farley in the first round, too. We'll talk about him shortly. But he's had some back issues. And Samuel is a guy who can play inside, outside. Cardinals really need a corner. Uh, A guy with great ball instincts as well. I think that would be a perfect fit there. 17th, the Raiders selecting linebacker Micah Parsons out of Penn State. Another versatile piece came into – College out of high school as a edge rusher, defensive end, moved in the linebacker. He's just an athletic freak. Uh, you'll be able to rush him from the linebacker spot. He can drop back in coverage, though, as well. Uh, Raiders definitely need some upgrades to their defense. 18th pick, we got the Dolphins selecting running back Najee Harris out of Alabama. You give Tua, Kyle Pitts, and Najee Harris in the first round, I think he will be very happy. This is the best running back in this year's draft class. Play all three downs. Uh, a luxury pick there for the Dolphins. Uh, that would be a really stacked offense if they're able to pull uh, either Chase or Pitts with that first pick and then get Najee Harris here. 19th pick, we got the football team selecting cornerback Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech. Uh, 
back about a month ago, a lot of a lot of the reports were that Farley might be the top corner in this draft. Uh, his name was really floated out there at the top, especially by you know a guy that we here at Beef Up Front listen to a lot in Daniel Jeremiah. Uh, he really loved Farley, but then he had a, a back injury uh, or back surgery or something. Uh, that's a second back injury in the past like year or two. So that's really worrisome for a corner, a guy who spends a lot of time in his back pedal. Uh, forcing Farley to fall down a little. Wouldn't be surprised if he's one of those guys that falls down in the second round. But the football team has a really strong defense, uh, but the corners definitely could use some improving. Uh, they take Caleb Farley here at 19. 20th, we have the Bears selecting wide receiver Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. This is a guy I think that's going to make a lot of damage in the NFL. I'm really high on him. Um, and I think he's a guy who might go sooner than some people are expecting. Uh, just a really polished route runner, a big body receiver. I think he's going to be a big time playmaker. Uh, he reminds me a lot of a guy like Allen Robinson, who's on the Bears now. And if Robinson is headed out the door next season, he just got his franchise tag this year. Uh, we'll see what they do with Rashad Bateman. Uh, he could be the, the future fill-in, or maybe if they take a guy like Bateman, uh, ship Robinson out and, and get a good draft pick back in return. 21st pick, we got the Colts selecting offensive lineman Christian Darisol out of Virginia Tech. Another guy who I've seen some reports is people of having him as the best offensive tackle in the draft as well. The big thing with this year, a lot of the players are all over the board. I don't think there's a real consensus ranking except for Trevor Lawrence at the top. Uh, and Kyle Pitts is the top tight end. There's a lot of arguments for the other positions, uh, but we're going to give the Colts Darisol here, uh, their future tackle, left tackle of the future for Carson Wentz. Anthony Costanzo retired this offseason. A big hole there at left tackle. Darisol will fill in nicely. 22, Titans picking wide receiver Kadarius Tony out of Florida. I think he's the perfect complement to A.J. Brown at that re uh, second receiver spot, a guy that you can move around, give the ball to uh, in all different ways, whether it's on sweeps, reverses, uh, all that good stuff. I think Tony would be a really good fit in that Titans offense. 23rd overall pick, we have the New York Jets selecting offensive lineman Elijah Vera Tucker out of USC. Vera Tucker is a guy who played at tackle last year. Could be a guard, though. Uh, played guard for the at the beginning of his career, but another guy with versatility, I think, like Rayshon Slater. Uh, the Jets need some more upgrades on that line. Uh, you're, giving Zach, you're picking Zach Wilson. You better protect him, uh, just like you should have done with Sam Darnold. But if you take Vera Tucker here after taking Beckton last year, those are some nice building blocks up front on the offensive line. 24th, we got the Steelers taking edge rusher Gregory Rousseau out of Miami. Um, a guy who opted out last year after having 15 and a half sacks the year before. Uh, another one of those raw athletes that are just going to be able to get after the passer, I think, at the next level. After losing Bud Dupree uh, to the Titans in free agency, a, a need opened up there at edge rusher. And Rousseau uh, is a guy who I think would make sense. 25. Jags taking one of my favorite prospects in this draft, linebacker Zaven Collins out of Tulsa, 6'4", 260, and I think he ran like a 4'6". So another one of those guys, freak athlete, uh, really good size. He's going to be able to rush from that linebacker spot. Pairing him with Miles Jack I think would, would make a lot of sense, and I think uh, a player of Collins' ability is a guy he's going to be able to get on the field right away uh, and, and cause a lot of havoc, whether it's in the run game, in the backfield, or in the pass game. Uh, I like his future going forward. 26, Browns taken. Uh, edge rusher Aziz Ojolari out of Georgia. They went out and signed Tack McKinley and J. Davion Clowney. Um, 
but I think they're both only on one-year deals. Clowney hasn't really produced much recently in recent years, and, and neither has McKinley. Uh, you take another one of those freak athlete edge rushers here in Ojolari, uh, give Miles Garrett a long-term partner, even for now if he's just you know, a, a rotational guy. Uh, I think taking an edge rusher is definitely on the table there for the Browns for a team who's pretty set on offense, just looking for some more improvements on defense. 27th, we got the Ravens selecting edge rusher Jason Owe out of Penn State. Once again, freak athlete, um, ran like a 4-3-9, I, I believe, some crazy number like that at his size at like 6'5", 250. Uh, edge rusher, no sacks last year in college, but just a ton of disruption. Uh, he's a guy where everyone says if you turn on the film, you see his impact on the game, not necessarily always in the box score. Uh, Ravens. Traded for Nkakwe last year, lost him to the Raiders, um, lost Matthew Judon. This is a team who needs another edge rusher. Uh, Calais Campbell, an older guy on that line. Uh, OA is certainly a name who I think is going to go late first, early second. Uh, not much production at the college level, but all the ability in the world. And the Ravens are one of the best teams in the league at developing players. 28th pick. Uh, Another corner that I'm a big fan of, and and I think this year's draft is going to be pretty heavy on corners going early uh, due to just the continu continuous growth of this passing league, and that's cornerback Tyson Campbell out of Georgia. Uh, a very good athlete on the outside, a strong corner, uh, has all the good measurables that you need, and the Saints really need a corner number two to pair with Marshawn Lattimore going forward. 29th, we got the Packers selecting offensive lineman Creed Humphrey out of Oklahoma. Might be a little early for him. Uh, you could make the argument that he's more of a second-round pick, but the but the Packers lost their center, Corey Lindsley, this offseason to the Chargers. They need a long-term center, whether you know Jordan Love is going to be taking over in the next few years for Rodgers or even just for, for right now for Aaron Rodgers. Um, you need that, that long-term center there, and Humphrey's the best one in this year's draft. 30th, we got the Bills selecting running back Travis Etienne out of Clemson. Getting my linebacker – or excuse me, my running back ratings – later in the week, but he's a guy I'm not necessarily as high on as others. Uh, just one of the more productive players in his time at Clemson, but got so many touches. Uh, but he's a guy that for a win-now team like the Bills, I think it's worth using your late first-round pick on him. Uh, it's going to be able to impact the game in the passing game as well as the running game. Um, really explosive runner, able to get outside. Uh, the Bills need some more explosive plays from the running back. Uh Room going forward, and I think ETN would be a good fit. Despite uh, his heavy usage in college, I think you're going to be able to get a few really good years out of him early in his career. Uh, but long-term-wise, not the biggest fan of that pick. But for, for right now, what they need, I think that's a really uh, good fit there. 31, we have the Chiefs selecting offensive lineman Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma State. This is a guy I definitely think will find his way into the first round. Um most most of what I've seen of him, people have called him the anchoriest offensive lineman in the draft. Just he plays with that mean streak, that nasty edge that you really need from from your offensive lineman. Uh, and the Chiefs invested in Joe Thune and Kyle Long. They'll probably play primarily inside. They need their new left tackle after letting Eric Fisher go. Uh, I think he'll be Tevin Jenkins would be a good fit there uh, and worthy of a first round pick. Thirty second, the Bucks. I have them selecting wide receiver Rondell Moore out of Purdue. One of the more explosive, uh, just quick, fast, whatever uh, adjective you want to describe the ability, the way he plays and his ability. Um, I think any of those words is is fit for this guy. Um, 
I don't know if Antonio Brown will be back. This is me thinking that he's not back with the Bucs this year, but we're going to give the Bucs uh, Ronald Moore here, the wide receiver out of Purdue, uh, going to be able to impact the game in a multitude of ways. And I think you're going to be able to use him as a returner as well, adding him to the wide receiver room with Chris Godwin, uh, Scotty Miller, Mike Evans, uh, a guy who flashed last year as well, and Tyler Johnson. Just load up for Tom Brady, give him as much weapons as possible, and, and try and win as many Super Bowls as you can before. Eventually, he'll have to hang them up. But that'll do it for this mock draft, NFL Mock Draft 6.0 for Beef Up Front. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. As I said, stay tuned throughout the week. We're going to be doing uh, quarterback ratings, top 20 prospects, uh, running backs, receivers. Um, I'm going to try to do the edge rushers and the corners as well. So uh, stay tuned. Thank you, everyone. Uh, for listening and continue to stay safe out there.